Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the froth. A place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable. A spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Sean Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is... This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London, and our special guest is Lloyd Langford, who joins us remotely from Australia, and Barry is producing. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Bin, bin, frothy, frothy, bin, bin, frothy, bin, bin, we love you, and frothy, hey, frothy, 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 bin, bin, frothy, frothy, bin, bin, loves us too. Ellis James shags a bin. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Please don't say that about my friend. Ellis James, bin shagger. <laughs> He's not, though. Well, it's I've coming up him. in the show. It's coming up in the show and people can judge for themselves yep. whether Ellis James shags a he, bin. He really doesn't. He does. <laughs> catch the possessed pigeon. Catch the possessed pigeon. Rod <laughs> catches a devil-worshipping pigeon with a bin, coincidentally. Yeah. Chatty chatty bin bin. Bin bin chatty bin bin. Chatty bin bin. Rod chats about his battery operated bin. Oh my god. There's a lot of bins this week. Stay and tuned. Talking of bins. Two brown bins sitting on a wall. Two brown bins sitting on a wall. And if one brown bin doesn't turn up, Debbie McGee calls the council. <laughs> Debbie McGee calls the council when one of her brown garden waste bins doesn't turn up. You know when I told you that you talking about bins is boring? How come you've taken over this entire episode <laughs> no. of Bin Chat? <laughs> Almost the whole show is about bins, uh-huh. it turns out. Except this headline, Nutsacks is a limit. I don't know why I've chosen songs this week. <laughs> yeah, what's with the singing? Nutsacks is a limit. Lloyd Langford's mind is blown when Rod accidentally mutilates his scrotum with a scissors. <laughs> and those were the headlines. Right, before we get Lloyd Langford, our special guest on, he's joining us remotely from Australia, as you said, but uh, before we get him on, what's happening on the old social media? Well, you know I put a poll out uh, asking, is Rod talking about our new bin boring? Right. Uh, 39% of people said yes, and the others were just so overcome with boredom, I think they just Wait voted. a minute. No, 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 no. I see what you do on social media sometimes. 
And I saw you put a poll out, and you thought it was hilarious, going, is Rod talking about our new it bin? It was hilarious. Is Rod talking about our, our new bin uh, really boring, right? And you put yes, and you didn't give anybody else an, another option. And well, there only, is no other and option. And you expected 100% of people to go, yes, obviously it's really boring, and only 39% did. So 61% said, no, it's not boring at all. That's which not is true. the right answer. It is not bo- no. Our new bin... There is no is alternative not. to that answer. And I know, and 61% went for the no alternative. Listen, you tried to force them into a yes, and they didn't. At Welsh Nick has said that we can pop round and use his bin. He's got the same bin. He lives Love in Bridge End. He's got the same bin as us. Same bin, and he says that we're more than welcome to go and have a go if we're ever on the way back to Wales and we just fancy it. Just for anybody who's just joined this podcast, basically, a little Thank while ago, you. I bought a new bin, and it's a battery-operated bin. And it's so boring. And you wave your hand above it, and it magically opens, and then shuts, boom, shut, after you walk away. It is brilliant. I love it. And they've got the same bin. Yeah. And they said we can go down and the use it. The one that you put batteries in. The one you put batteries in, yeah. Yeah. That's the only bit with the bin that I feel a bit bad about, is it does... I feel a bit bad about using batteries for the environment and stuff, using batteries for a bin. There again, what I'm going to do, I am going to get rechargeable batteries and I'm going to make a solar-powered... See, I've already zoned out. This ...rechargeable so, so thing boring. in the garden. I'm going to make a rechargeable solar thing in the garden. I'm going to recharge the batteries that way. I'll leave them out there for a year to 18 months Debbie in the McGee sun, had a really... Uh, you know Debbie up. McGee? Paul... Paul, uh, Paul... What's his name? Paul, Paul Daniels. Wife. <laughs> Debbie McGee, Paul McC... Uh, Paul McDaniels' his wife. Paul... Paul McDaniels. Paul McDaniels' his wife. Oh, see, yeah, Paul Daniels' Scottish cousin. Yes. <laughs> Um, she had a saga with her bin. You'll like it, not a lot. She's had a s- like He's dead anyway. <laughs> R.I.P. Sorry. R.I.P. She's had a, a saga with her bin. She's had a saga yeah. with her bin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's tweeted. How do you know this? I, I follow her on Twitter. You follow Debbie McGee? I love Debbie McGee. She says, whoa, whoa, hi whoa, all. Whoa. Hey. Hi all. The saga of my garden waste brown wheelie bin I ordered in April. I ordered two and one arrived at the end of May. Whoopee. I can see why you follow her. The other, despite emails from Woking, Wokingham Council, saying it has been delivered. But my reply, oh no it hasn't. Right, can I... <laughs> listen, as, as interesting as this bin pantomime I is... I thought it's... Oh yes it has. It's on your level. Listen, me talking about our battery operated bin with the automatic lid is interesting. People, that... This is really interesting. That is not a saga. 50 people liked it. 50 people like the fact that Debbie McGee has contacted Wokenham Council yeah. to ask about where her two brown bins are and only one of them has been delivered. Yes. 50 people like that. Okay. Get this. I think my decision week... not to go on social media is fairly vindicated. At this point. Social media. Social media. A week later, whoopee, my brown wheelie bin has finally arrived. Oh, thank God. Happy girl. Oh, thank God. 80 people like that. As if by magic, it turned out. <laughs> I'm glad she's happy about it. Yeah, look, hey, I've got nothing against Debbie McGee or either of her brown bins. Do you know who else used to find uh, bins very alluring? <laughs> what? Do you know who else used to find, gar- uh, not garden bins, but bins alluring? Oh, if it's bins, I'm into it. Who is it? Ellis, my friend Ellis. I, well, I know Ellis. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Ellis James, <laughs> yeah. your friend and comedian and yeah. uh, Five Live uh, DJ. Yeah. Radio presenter. I know him as L. You know yeah. him as L. Yeah. Some people know him as Alice James. Yeah. He used to find... Well, what do you mean he used to find bins alluring? Well, no, he used to... What did he do to him? <laughs> oh, no, God. No, no, did nothing he? like that. Has he 
No, it's Did just that when, when um He'd love a battery operated bin then. <laughs> a, 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 a bin that opens when you wave your hand over it. I had to sleep in Ellis's bed once and I went in and the bin was in the middle of the bed. That's all I'm saying. Oh cool now. You got into bed. You had a threesome. You L know, wasn't, in a bin. No, Ellis wasn't there. I was Three's using up. his bed for some reason. Pardon? Threes up with Ellis in a bin. No. It sounds like a rubbish film. Right. Anyway, come on, I'm eating my muffin. You, Ellis, now. Is you, Ellis, in a waste paper basket there. in bed? Ellis isn't there. Ellis isn't there. It's just no. you in the bin. Well, I'd removed the bin from the bed, as anyone would before a night's sleep. Well, Ellis clearly didn't. I don't know what he was up to. So you got in Ellis's bed. Ellis wasn't there, but there was yeah. a bin in the middle of the bed. Yeah. And it looked like it had been misused. Um, Used for purposes other than binage. Why don't we ask him? Bloody ask him. Get <laughs> Well, do you think he'll answer that? No. Let's get him on the blower, Barry. Get get old can bin phone, fucker on. Can you phone out? Call the bin fucker. Well <laughs> Here he is. Oh. Now this James. Hi, how are you? Don't wait. Don't wear glasses and don't wear glasses and trying to look intellectual. I've just been here and used to shag a bin. All right then, sorry. I'll, uh, I'll take I'll, I'll take them off. All right, bin shagger. Hi, Al. <laughs> uh, right, Al. I I've told Rod basically there was one night. Do you remember Everything. When we, when we used to share a house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one night where I, for some reason, was using your bed. You weren't there. All right. Yeah. And in the middle of the bed... You were down the council bloody uh, reclamation yard probably, just having it off with a skip or something. Right. In the middle of the bed was a waste paper bin, <laughs> <laughs> which I removed and then went to sleep. What was in there? Um, I don't know, like maybe You tissues. know damn well what was in there. Just classic. Classic rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The thin and Um, I didn't oh, come root. On. I didn't root round. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, there wasn't anything wanted... right to the top. There was, no, there was nothing. <laughs> like what, El? Like what? Like what might have been in there? Like what? Like what might you've... Like what are you thinking? Just off the top of your head. Carcasses of small animals. <laughs> um, I don't know, it's some embarrassing food. I'm trying to think <laughs> an embarrassing food would be for me to be like yeah, a big yeah. cream horn or something. <laughs> It's not a very it's not yeah. a dignified meal to eat, that is it? It's just stood out in my mind, Al, because it was a really weird thing to have to do to prepare to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Was it a wicker? Was it a wicker bus? No, it was like one of those metal ones. Oh, that must have been a different night. Yeah, yeah. That's an expensive bin, <laughs> that. Is it? Well, do you, do you still have it? No, no. I, I, I think I, I tried to make my house more aesthetic. <laughs> it's an expensive bin. Took the bin out of the bed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you got your money's worth out of it. Very uh, practical and hard wearing. Yes. But I bet it needed to be. Aesthetically, it didn't. It didn't do what I wanted it to do. So. I... <laughs> hard playing hard to get. Yeah, you... I'd probably give it to a child. What have you? <laughs> what have you oh, got God. now? El? Yeah, what sort of bin you got in your bed tonight? Um, <laughs> do you know what? Have you not got a bin anymore? I'm in the spare room. There's no bin in here. There is. There is. There is a bin in our room. No, it'll be in your main bed. <laughs> yeah. There's... <laughs> <laughs> it'll be in the ma- it'll be in the master suite if there's a bin in there. <laughs> what was going on with the bin in your bed, Ellis James? I think the bin shagger. I think I was probably. <laughs> I yeah, think I was probably just going through it, but at my own leisurely pace. So I thought I'd, I'd, I'd sit sit back. 
and just go because occasionally stuff gets checked in the bin that shouldn't get checked in the bin. So I like to. Yeah, but, yeah, but so occasionally that you wouldn't think I'll take the bin to bed tonight just in case it's happened. I mean, it is, and it is so occasional that something gets chucked in. It's a quick inventory, and then yeah, that's fine. That could go into the main bin. I'm happy that I'm not throwing away anything I don't want to throw away. Yeah. That's going in the outside. Everything bin. in this bin has been oh. is correctly has been is right. It should be in the bin. It's been checked, and that's the yeah. important thing. I've checked. Why couldn't you check it? Is it just? I mean, it's, that's probably a silly question, but why couldn't you check it? Maybe not in the bed. Because I was probably <laughs> kicking back and listening to music at the same time, wasn't I? But you, yeah. So I was trying to relax. Oh you know, I might have lit, I might have lit a little candle or something. And I was, <laughs> or a cigarette after. I wouldn't have had anything else on. That's, that's the, the important thing to remember. <laughs> what, clothes-wise or? No, no, I mean, like <laughs> <of> my diary. <laughs> oh, my God. So I probably, it would have been, I don't know, midweek. All right, yes. then I'll do the old bin inventory, sort of mid going out today. I've got nothing, nothing on. Well, I love the, that that's part of your routine. Well, oh, it was. I, I mean, I go through the bin. I don't have the case. time anymore. It's, it's, the, it's the kind of thing a bored person does. It? <laughs> it's the kind of thing a... Well, look, there's no polite way of putting it, really. The, the kind of person that takes a bin to bed to, to, to go through it to see if everything, anything has been put in there accidentally in bed under the covers. I mean, it's not... I wouldn't describe that as bored. But also, you've got to remember, as a student, your entire life is in your bedroom. So true, your music's true. in there, your clothes are in there, your, your work is in there. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, quite often you'd have a bin, perhaps on the floor in a corner. So, oh, I mean, it wasn't in there. It wasn't there permanently. It must have been on the bed <laughs> for some reason. And then I would say nine times out of ten. No, it was in the bed, not on the bed. It was in. Well, yeah, all right. It was in the bed. <laughs> yeah, but it was tucked in it was tucked the, in it was pillow. tucked up peering <laughs> in out the his little lid peering out from above the covers <laughs> yeah obviously i'd drawn a little face on it and, uh, <laughs> i bloody love that bin <laughs> yeah so nothing yeah. underwater happened with the bin no i don't think so. no i mean i don't think it was a sexual thing no i think it was <laughs> don't think so that, that is an odd answer that is, a, that is an odd answer <laughs> just think now did anything sexual happen with the bin? Hang on, Rosie's just got up and stole my muffin. Rosie's You're just... off the hook, Al, because Rosie just popped up on the table and Rosie stole the remains of my muffin. muffin off the table. So you are off the hook. You'll never need to answer that question about whether anything sexual happened with that bin. Great. Okay, then. Bye. Cheers, Al. <laughs> See ya. And not for the first time, our special guest this week is Lloyd Langford. Mr. Lloyd. Mr. Lloyd. How's it going? Mr. Hello, Lloyd. You right? Here's a story for you. I'm convinced my husband is having an affair after noticing... <laughs> a mum of five was taken to net mums to ask users for advice after her husband started shaving his privates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, what's happened is, uh, well, I'd say, a mum has shared her fears about her husband's potential infidelity after she noticed a change in his grooming routine. <laughs> the woman explained that her husband usually shaves his privates every six weeks or so, but since the start of lockdown, he hasn't bothered. Can, <laughs> oh, come on. We can all relate to that. Do you let yourself go a bit, Lloyd? Yeah, it looks like a womble. <laughs> Which one? Uncle Bulgaria. 
<laughs> the old one, the one that's been around the world. The main thing I associate with a womble is that really long, tapered, thin nose. Is, that... <laughs> is exactly. that what you're saying? You're wow. Have you got a little pair of pair of glasses perched on the top of it? <laughs> a little baseball cap. Got loads of rubbish caught up in it. <laughs> Don't get it out on Wimbledon Common, really, there'd be all sorts of trouble. It's already free. The woman explained that her husband usually shaves his privates every six weeks or so. How often do you shave your privates, Slide? Genuinely, I think I maybe have done it like once or twice in my life. As a joke? Bloody hell. No, no, like, (laughs) not not as a joke. Because of disease. Yeah, if we were asking the wrong person. I follow a scorched earth policy. Um, <laughs> no, I think I, I think I think I did it once for, for like, for sort of maintenance. Children in need. <laughs> you did it once for maintenance. Why didn't you? You know, like a garden, you have to do it. You don't just go. I've done it once. That's it now. That's it now. That's me done. It's not. Why, uh, main, I, main, I, the, the definition of maintenance is that it's ongoing, maintaining something. You can't just. <laughs> You can't just do it once. And you mean investment? But, but I don't. You know, you know, you see um, some gardens that are like all overgrown, and you know, yeah. Mine yeah. isn't like that. You got that. a trolley in your bush. Is <laughs> <laughs> it an old, an old Tesco, an old Tesco trolley in your pubic hair? Loads of foxes. My, 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 mine looks a little wild, but I like I keep it like that. Ah, so you maintain a wild look, do you? Yeah, na- As you know, a, na- be, you know, a natural look. So, do you trim it into quite a wild look then? If you don't shave it, but you maybe I, you I, escape a bit, do you? I, I honestly, I like I've, bedhead. I've, I've never seen you look more nonplussed and more confused <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I very rarely do any kind of pube work. So, if you shaved your privates, your girlfriend would be going, "Hey, what's going on here?" Do you reckon? Almost certainly, yeah. Yeah, she'd suspect something was up. What about you, Sean? What about it? I don't know what the question is. What I about ju- it? I just looked at you then. I don't know what the question is. <laughs> Luxembourg. Listen, um, I know somebody who had a, an appointment with a doctor. Have I told you this? I don't think so. Who and was it? like, it was um, it was just a, fr- a, a friend of mine's mother. Right. Had an appointment with a doctor, and um, it was like she thought, oh god, what if they want to check me down there? So she very quickly gave herself a little. What spray. was she going to the doctor for? <laughs> it was something to do with down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. You never know. No, but you know, like how you, sometimes you have scans, and sometimes it's on the outside of your stomach, and sometimes it's in inside. Nope, never had that. I'll so you don't know trip. whether you need to do anything or not. Right, as a woman, have a wash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so she went to the doctor just before she went. She went, oh, I'll just freshen up a bit. So she sprayed herself with a little bit of like impulse, and went off to the doctor. <laughs> she, she wait a minute down, now. Wait, calm down. What? She was going to go to the doctor. Yeah. She thought. I mean, we'll come back. Come I, back to the fact that you said, "Do I need to wash down there or not?" Um, <laughs> no, we won't. Go, yeah, okay, <laughs> right. Like that's only on a need. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. <laughs> and then she, so instead of washing everything, she just yeah. sprayed she, some some sort of uh, what rush. I would call supermarket like impulse. Yeah, impulse. So sort of supermarket perfume, yeah. underarm deodorant. Just to freshen and then, up a bit. And then he gave her a bunch of flowers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Men can't help acting on it. <laughs> That was the old 1980s advert for impulse. Men can't help acting on it. She went on the doctor. She sat up on a thing, and she he said, "Right, pull your knickers off." And she pulled her knickers off, and and he went, "Oh, I'm glad glad to see you've made an effort." And she was like, "What do you mean?" And she looked down, and she'd sprayed glitter. (laughs) 
All over herself. No. Yes, well. So a, st- a stinking, glittery <laughs> smear test. <laughs> well, Amazing. Wow. <laughs> I think I know who that will be. Yeah. <laughs> it gets everywhere, doesn't it, yeah. glitter? It does get everywhere, Lloyd. It would have looked like the beginning of uh, Stars in Your Eyes. <laughs> what, smoke? What? <laughs> What? When, when what? Matthew Kelly? What? In Stars in Their Eyes, Matthew Kelly stands at the front of the stage, yeah. interviews a member of the public, who then says, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Elton John or whoever, some Freddie Mercury or whoever. Then they disappear, and then we hard cut to somebody coming out, looking like Elton John a little bit, all made up and stuff, with smoke and, and, and sort of studio lights and the audience going, wow, is that, you mean, it'd be like that? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't seen the show for a while. Bloody hell, Lloyd. Has anyone ever shaved, got, gone, have you ever gone, Lloyd or Rod, have you ever gone full, full, gone? I've never gone full. Full shaved? I, I noticed you didn't ask me, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, I made a point of not asking. <laughs> I, my um, husband you here. sexist pig, Barry. Ask Sean if she's shaved her bush off. <laughs> <laughs> this is such an odd conversation. Ask her now, you sexist pig. <laughs> yeah, I, Barry, treat me like a... I, oh, God. I got... I got I got persuaded. I got persuaded to once. Don't change ago. the subject. <laughs> and, it was, and, it, and it was it was horrific. You did what, Buzz? You shaved it all I got off. Persuade, I got persuaded to once years years ago. Terrible move. Um, and Who persuaded yeah. you? Uh, well, his barber. Just a short back and side speech. No, 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 no. I have just the th- I have just the thing. Pull your trousers and pants down, please. I know what you since, since then since, since then I've just gone for a tight perm down there. Oh my god. It was persuaded like, you to shave all your all your and, pubic and, hair and off. It, uh, an ex, and, and, and then um, and then I. An ex? It, it, well, you weren't even going out with them at the time. Yeah, oh, they we rang were. Up, <laughs> they rang me up and said, Barry, I know it's been a while. I know I haven't seen you for a couple of years, but yeah. could you just do me this last favour? Hi, Barry, how's it I going? Yeah, really well. Yeah, just uh, for old times' sake. Do you mind shaving all your pubes off? It looked like um, it it it, it looked like a, a a pig a pig in blanket on top of a plucked turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's quite festive. <laughs> it's Christmas dinner for one. No sprouts. <laughs> the cranberry sauce is when you're going to worry <laughs> I was in South Africa once uh, in, a, in a festival doing a, doing a comedy festival with uh, Jason Wood, RIP and a few other people uh, and a lovely gig and then we went back to the hotel um, and uh, we were all there. We got onto this subject about manscaping and stuff. I'd never really tried it. This is quite a while ago. So I thought I'll try it. But I was quite drunk. And I went back to my hotel room about three or four in the morning, obviously quite drunk, and literally just shoved the scissors through my nutsack. Ooh, <laughs> clean hole. A clean hole. Oh, no. Yeah. What? Clean hole. You could look into it. I remember standing in the shower with the scissors, which is a bad place to... Oh, bad God. combination. Right. With the shower on, right. trying to trim my nuts with the scissors, <sighs> with the hairdressing scissors, because I used to cut my own hair in those days. <laughs> Ironically, you'd think I'd have more talent. And just shoved one fork of the scissors, one spike of the scissors, 
straight through. So what did he do? Not straight through both sides. Not straight. Not straight through both sides. It wasn't like a. a it wasn't like a skewer. It was like a brochette. <laughs> it's like the scene from Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To yourself. Was there lots of blood? It was only me there. <laughs> what? But was there lots of blood? Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Oh god, especially in the shower because all yeah. the water is just yeah. God. Oh yeah. It's what like did a scene you do? From Carrie. What? Did you go to the doctor? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened? Yeah. Hey, Doc. <laughs> no, of course I didn't. <laughs> Did you just patch it up yourself? I just patched it up as best I could myself. With what? I'd swaddle it in toilet pass. paper. Did you sew yourself up like Rambo? <laughs> I didn't sew myself up like Rambo, but I. Pr- but it. It took a very long time to heal. Ow. <laughs> a very long time to heal. So did you? Um, when you sh- what? <laughs> what sound of music <laughs> did you uh, shave was it only half done no like? I gave up after that did you it wasn't only half done you it did na- it all I, I don't I don't well I don't I don't remember how well it, good a job I did on the rest of it <laughs> you just oh, yeah. did, you, you just shaved one ball I, and then poked a hole in it yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I just rammed a scissors straight through my scrotum oh, let it let God. it breathe let, let it breathe like uh, like Lloyd's sausage rolls <laughs> <laughs> Yuck! I know. Yeah. So I manscape a bit. Barry manscapes a bit. Lloyd literally does nothing. <laughs> this woman explained that her husband usually shaves his privates. So I don't know at the moment. I don't know if she means shaves or trims. You know, with this, whatever. Right. Every six weeks or so. But since the start of lockdown, he hasn't bothered. Lots of us have let ourselves go a bit during lockdown. Right. Yeah. I've still got massively long hair, even though lockdown is technically over and uh, hairdressers are open. Can't be bothered. Um. But now that he's been given a date to return to work, he started shaving again, she says. While some users reassured her that the sudden grooming could be innocent, since many people have been lazy in lockdown, others aren't so sure. She said, I'm just after advice. I may be being paranoid, but I thought I'd just see others' point of view on the matter. So my husband has shaved his pubes usually every six weeks or so. Anyway, he lasted at the end of February, early March, and then hasn't touched them since he's been working from home due to the coronavirus. Monday, he said he has to go back into work. I asked why, he said his boss asked. Uh, I asked him why, he said his boss has asked, and he said yes. There's only two of them in the office at a time. So it's him going Uh to be alone with one woman in the morning and another in the afternoon. Anyway, she says, he's in the shower, shaving away, which to (laughs) me seems... (laughs) We've established that's a bad place to do it. Anyway, she says, he's in the shower shaving away, which to me seems coincidental that he's back to work next week. I also wanted to add, about seven or eight years ago, he was getting quite involved with a female work colleague that he said was a man and a text from her that implied he had sent a a sex text to her. Now then, the comments. One person said it could be quite innocent. In his work clothes, he's more comfortable after shaving. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Oh, you know what it's like. There's nothing worse than getting into a suit with... Normal pubic hair. (laughs) (laughs) You can't wear a tie without shaving your nuts completely bald first. (laughs) Do we know know what line of employment he's in? I don't know yet. We might might find out. He could be a porn Uh, star. (laughs) Yeah. He could be. Working with one woman in the morning and one in the afternoon. Somebody else has gone, just my own experience from my husband who cheated on me. He did this as well. Did he? Yeah. Well, he shaved. He never shaved his pubes and wasn't bothered for a long time while we're together. But then when he goes off to work, he started shaving his pubes regularly. When I asked him, he said he's just trying it out. But then I caught him. 
What else was he just trying out? Well, yeah. then I caught him cheating on me. Okay, somebody called I Love Shoes, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can we just enjoy that? That is not a real woman. That is a robot pretending to be a woman. <laughs> I, I Love, love shoes. shoes, one, two, three, is, isn't human. <laughs> well, you say that. I Love Shoes, one, two, three, says, put yourself out of your misery. Ask him if you don't trust him. Without trust, there is nothing. See? <laughs> Somebody called Cheery says, uh, I mean, this is slightly off topic. He may get a sweaty rear at work, depending on the chair type. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? That's all they've put. Cheery. Cheery. <laughs> he, may get, he may get a sweaty rear at work, depending on the chair type. Uh, Bumblebee 0004 says so if it was the other way round and the woman suddenly shaved her legs for work would that imply she is cheating too yes would it 100% oh okay I'll keep an eye on you (laughs) Marshmallow Marshmallow says my man shaves his turkey weekly (laughs) (laughs) because it's comfortable and clean I shave my begging strips every other day for the same reason. What's a begging <laughs> strip? I have no idea. What's a begging strip? I've strips? never heard the term my begging strips Plural. in my life. Plural. Yeah. I have ne- have you, Lloyd, have you heard that? You haven't commented. No, I've, ne- <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard begging strips before. Are you going to use it from now on? It gives a whole new meaning to the phrase, please, sir, I want some more. <laughs> I shave my bagging strips every day for the same reason. Certainly more comfortable in summer. Nothing worse than a sweaty, hairy beanbag. <laughs> or a, or, or, or oh a flossy God. clunge. Or a what? A flossy a clunge. What? Bull B says, don't forget, ladies, keep his belly full and his balls empty. <laughs> God. Wow. Cycle Rider says, I shave every day as I like the smooth look. Bill Wiz comes in, simply says, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Wiz. And Pablo Brown 03 says, I'd bin him anyway, just because he shaves his nuts. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's time for Froth of the Week. This is where I give you three frothy stories and your job is to, ter- to determine the th- frothiest of the three frothy stories. Okay. Story number one. Frothy story number one. Pretty frothy. Ben Affleck springs to the rescue after his pooch escapes from his assistant's minivan. As a story about Ben Affleck's dog who get- walks out of a minivan and starts walking down the street. Ben Affleck goes to get it and brings it back. Right. <laughs> I read you the whole story in a minute, but that is it. Okay. Story two: Seagull flies into woman's house and vomits on her kitchen counter. <laughs> <laughs> Frothy story number three: Mum buys vending machine and gets kids to use pocket money on treats. Whoa! I have scoured the world's press for the three frothiest she... stories of the week. Which one do you like the sound of? I can show you a picture first up, and I'll show you for the cameras as well. There, I've seen him before. No, <laughs> you haven't seen him leading a dog Which back. Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah, that guy. There, can you see him? He's got the. He, what he's done is he's he's walking, but he's bending over slightly using his core, and he's got the dog around the collar, and he's leading it back to his assistant's minivan it's quite stressful, because it had walked out and gone down the street. It's a cute a dog. Yeah. <laughs> it does need a lead. I mean, that would have been a better story, actually. Ben Affleck needs Can lead. Oh, and there a much could be a story. pun about him being a lead actor and something. Oh, yes. He may be the lead in a lot. Of, actually, let's see if they've done that. Probably. Let's see if they've done that. <laughs> ben Affleck showed off his superhero skills. Oh, they haven't gone with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that is a disappointing superhero film. <laughs> <laughs> dog is it retriever. A bird? Is it a plane? It's Dog Retriever. <laughs> It's, you wouldn't even need to change into a cape or anything for this, would you? No. He's just, I mean, what is amazing is he has just done it in a T-shirt and jeans. I mean, if, any, I mean, if, <laughs> if anything, you'd imagine the costume for that superhero would be like a fleece or a body wall. <laughs> fleece. <laughs> or, or a lead. Just a lead. <laughs> what happens is he bends his, he, he, he points his wrist at the dog and a lead shoots out from his wrist and attaches itself to the dog's collar. <laughs> he can lead it back to his assistant's minivan whenever it escapes. <laughs> Dog retrieval man, retrieval man, <laughs> retrieves a dog whenever, whenever he can. He can. <laughs> ben Affleck showed off his superhero skills, it says, for eight-year-old Samuel. I Aww. presume that's the dog. As he effortlessly... <laughs> I mean, this is, a, this is a, a bit of an oxymoron, this phrase. He effortlessly... <laughs> wrangled their family dog <laughs> back to safety. I mean, to me, if you wrangle something, that suggests quite a lot of effort. Yeah. I don't think you can effortlessly wrangle, can you? Uh, you could get, you could wrangle something out of a toddler's hand. 
What? You can't wrangle Not. something out of a toddler's hand. What, if it was a like a, you can. a bottle of bleach or something. Exactly. Be... Thanks, Lloyd. With minimum effort. Okay. All right. I, I'll accept you might wrangle a bottle of bleach out of a toddler's hand. Yes. And say, I know Trump told you to do it, but let me take that from you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question. How is Ben Affleck's assistant assisting him if he's had to do all the heavy lifting yes. here? Where, the dog. Good point, Lloyd. Where is this assistant? What the fuck does Ben Affleck's assistant do <laughs> if Ben Affleck has to risk get his own dog back from his assistant's minivan? For his afternoon with the kids, the Oscar winner sported a laid-back, and we can all take this uh, fashion tips here, a laid-back charcoal t-shirt, light grey jeans, and coordinated sneakers. Despite making head... <laughs> oh, my words! You know when you get to the last paragraph and you think, this should be the not the frothy story of the week? Yeah. Here's our froth of the week story coming right up here. Despite making headlines for his darker facial hair earlier this week... What do you mean? <laughs> This isn't even the most boring Ben Affleck story of the week. Oh, my God. Earlier in the week, there was a story about his darker facial hair. Right. That's even less interesting than his dog walking down the road. <laughs> Poor Ben Affleck. Seagull flies into woman's house and vomits on her kitchen counter. <laughs> it's your second story, Froth of the Week. Look at the frothiest story of the week. The unexpected visitor, that's the seagull, <laughs> has now been nicknamed Stephen Seagull. <laughs> Sean like that do you get it Lloyd yeah it's a, a alliteration <laughs> <laughs> that's partly it Part- unfortunate initials as well for that seagull <laughs> <laughs> this is the moment there's a picture this is the moment an unwelcome avian that's bird Sean visitor makes themselves at home in a woman's house I mean arguably when you make, make yourself a home what the fuck are you doing <laughs> sorry you said make yourself a home I, I threw up all over the sofa oh hang on this is the moment an unwelcome avian visitor makes themselves at home in a woman's house before violence I thought they were suggesting that throwing up well, in the house was making make, yourself at home how did he make himself at home before it doesn't go into that have a bath I don't know <laughs> I don't know just started eating mackerel in the lounge I don't know <laughs> Uh, before violently throwing up on the kitchen counter. Video footage, because that's, that's straight away what I would do as well. If there was a seagull on my counter throwing up, I'd go, where's the phone? One <laughs> film, eh? Yeah, somebody, somebody get this, would you? Somebody, somebody video this. I'm watching Countdown. <laughs> video footage shows the seagull waltzing through a Brighton living room as seemingly terrified tenants, Natalie... Terrified? Watt- what, Natalie Wattenbatch, 27, Whoopsie. and Charlotte Morley. Well, you say that, Lloyd. <laughs> Terrified. Why do you question that, Lloyd? Because I've got, I'm, I'm, something's just cropped in my head. Why do you question that, Lloyd, that they'd be terrified? Well, I mean, the, it, it would be, I would say, a, a novelty and an annoyance if you had a seagull suddenly in your living room, but not like a puma or something. Like, you wouldn't, it wouldn't pause you no harm. Seagulls are massive. <laughs> Seagulls are massive, though. Lloyd. One of them nicked I mean, your fish. The remember? video footage. It's... I say it again. The video footage shows a seagull waltzing through their living room. Wouldn't you be terrified of that? No. Well, I mean, he's clearly taking liberties, but I don't know <laughs> if I'd be terrified about it. I'd, well, I'd well, be perturbed. You listen to this. I'll see if I can find a message I got from my distant cousin, Gabby. Let me set the scene. A few weeks ago, I'm attending a burglary. 
He wasn't okay. involved in it. He was just, you know, one of those hangers on at the end. A few weeks ago, the police turned up at our house. There's been a burglary down the road. Some neighbours of mine. So I went down. I went down to help out. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm helping out with the burglary. Right? We've got to try and fix the door. But I've, I've, got, I've got some spare bolts and stuff. So we're trying to put on the door because the door's been smashed in. So there I am. I'm dealing with the burglary. It's all quite stressful. The police are there. And the neighbour's house has been broken into. And we're all... Socially distancing, mind you, dealing with it. Yep. Next thing, I get a phone call and texts and WhatsApp messages from my cousin, terrified. There's a pigeon in my bedroom! Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark. Next one. I'm terrified. I think it's hiding. <laughs> Taunting her almost. I went into my room, this is the next one from her, and thought I saw one, but it's gone quiet now. Then Sean's come into the conversation. We had a blue tit in our bathroom a few weeks ago. Not very helpful. Not very helpful. Not very helpful. Admittedly, we did have a blue tit in the bathroom. He went back up into the hole, a hole in the ceiling of our bathroom where the builders have knocked the hole I was trying to make her feel better. And he's gone up into the attic. It doesn't make her feel better. She's terrified. No. I'm rich. She says, oh, this, look at this. Right? This, this, is the, this is the like on a WhatsApp group okay, with our street. Of which my cousin oh, so the whole part. street knows now. Yeah, the whole yeah. street knows now. I'm out in the street dealing with a neighbour's burglary. This is what's happening on WhatsApp. I went into my room and thought I saw him, but he's gone quiet now. This is from another neighbour. Can you open your window and come out and shut the door? This is at midnight, wasn't it? This is 25 to 11 oh, at the okay. moment. At the moment. Can you open your window wide and come out and shut the door? Question mark, says one of my neighbours to my cousin. Good advice. Gabby. Good advice. Sean, we had a blue tit in our bathroom a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> We Again. Did. Gabby. My, <laughs> Gabby, my cousin. Again. Gabby, my cousin. This is her response to Sean. Okay. Okay, she says. Sean, here. Yeah, shut up, basically, in brackets. Who gives a shit about your stupid fucking blue tit? Now, I'm really scared to go back in there. Next one, a minute later. It's enormous. <laughs> then another neighbour comes in. If it's on the floor, it will be easier to cover, says... My next door neighbour, actually, the one I sent a triple X-rated message to a few weeks ago. <laughs> Gabby. Whatever it is. Maybe it's the body of a pigeon. Somebody else says, oh no, it wouldn't be that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, try and open a window. Oh, I'd be terrified too. See, Sean, that's somebody that understands I'm what not Gabby, terrified of pigeons, though. That's what somebody who understands what Gabby's going through, not going, oh, we had a blue tit in a few years ago. Yeah. Gabby, the window is open. It's totally dark as my light has gone. This is from next door neighbour who's always empathising. Oh dear, that is difficult. Somebody else, yikes. I'd be tempted to sleep on the sofa. Gabby, yes, I might do that. Thanks, everyone. Next door says, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) My cousin's back, two minutes later. Surely if it's a live animal, I would hear it. Another neighbour, sorry, we can't help anymore. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> really did they say that sorry can't I help anymore D- DJ that's uh, oh, yeah. David is out of action because we know he's unwell and I'm a chicken I presume she means there I presume she's not saying she's an actual chicken otherwise now I'm dealing with a burglary a pigeon and a fucking chicken next door oh now this is where you've started to empathise Sean do you want me to come over Rod's over with so and so and the police <laughs> <laughs> Sting and the lads. <laughs> Do you want me doing... to come over? Rod's over there with the police. He's doing the tantric sex workshop. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I get involved. It's now five to eleven. 
So the pigeon conversation has been going on for about half an hour. Want me to come over, Gabs? Sorry, I've missed all these. I've been dealing with the burglary and with the police. Gabs, yes, please. Can I just say your message sounded a little bit uh, passive-aggressive as if I've been dealing with more important yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does sound a little bit. Yeah, what about it? I've been dealing with crime. It does sound a little bit. <laughs> Sean put out the strangest collection of items to catch a pigeon you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. It was like the conveyor belt <laughs> on the generation game. It was like laundry basket, cuddly toy, rolling pin. No, the bin lid. Bin lid. <laughs> washing machine. She just put out a random collection of objects to help for me to take down the street. This is like midnight now to go and try and catch this pigeon. Let's give Gabby a ring about it. She could tell us a story in her own words. Let's give Gabby a Fucking ring. Fucking hell, this is like Oliver Stone's JFK. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making me relive this. I've just been through, Gabby. Uh, hello, nice yeah. to see you. Oh, hiya. Uh, <laughs> I've just been through the messages that you sent on the night of the long nights, the pigeon, pigeon night. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> just been through them all. I'm sorry to make you relive it. Okay. Do you remember what it was like on the night? How could I how you forget? Felt? Yeah, I mean... I remember you were the second person involved. I'd spoken to my friend Colin, who'd um, reviewed a book about pigeons on a good read. He was my first call. (laughs) (laughs) So he'd prepared me by telling me to wear a saucepan as a helmet, a broom (laughs) as a sword, and then I had a top of a bin, a bin lid as a shield. Because I'd gone into my bedroom and saw a flurry of grey feathers. It must have been so scary. It was terrifying because the thing is, is if you know there's a bird in there, you expect a lot of yeah. flapping. But when I went back in and I remember jumping on the floorboards to try and get it out of the window, but there was nothing. What, was you were thinking you'd, you'd jump on one end and it would, <laughs> it would flip it up <laughs> through the window like a seesaw. Splat. Like Lauren Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least scare it out. You texted us first. Yeah. You texted the group. First. I'm terrified. He's looking at me. He's staring into my soul. Gabs, you sounded you... so freaked out on the phone, love. You were saying, Sean, it looks otherworldly, and I think it, I think it may be possessed." Gabby, are you, are you normally are you normally afraid of pigeons? Sort of like in the wild, you know, if you were walking on the street and a pigeon happened past, would you be startled? Now, I'm scared of pigeons when they don't react the way that pigeons should react, Lloyd. And this pigeon wasn't moving. It was looking at me. And That's this is, where the, yeah, that this is the difference. This is, this is evidenced by this little text here. It's next to my bed. Next text. Looking at me. Yep. Next text. These are all gone unreplied, by the way. Nobody's replied to these. <laughs> exactly. It's next to my bed. Nobody's responded. You've gone looking at me. No reply from anybody. <laughs> Next one. This is five past 11. It's not a normal pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) I love how all the group are like, someone's watching TV and someone's phone's going beep, 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 beep. And they're just looking at it going, oh, just leave it. (laughs) She's gone mad. (laughs) Exactly. It's looking at her. (laughs) A couple of neighbours bailed out, didn't they, at this point? Oh, yeah. But I can see that they're all read it. I was checking. 
Gerard came over with some very strange paraphernalia. Yeah, the, the assembly of items that Sean had laid out for me. Yeah, exactly. A BC with a saucepan on your head. <laughs> <laughs> but I came over strangely, did I? Yeah, you came strangely ill equipped. Very ill equipped, just with a, a bucket and a bin. then it was a, a bin. bin, a bin, and chased the pigeon. And it was at that point, roughly two hours into the whole event, that you said, I'll ring, uh, I'll ring one of my closest friends, they're a pigeon expert. <laughs> Not Colin, who's uh, reviewed no. a book about pigeons. This was a genuine, bona fide, pigeon-fancying, racing, taming, breeding expert. Yeah, whose email is the pigeon man. Whose email is the pigeon man. <laughs> it's a gab. Thanks very much. Thanks for, oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for re- reliving it. I hope it wasn't too traumatic. Nope. I'm, thank you again. And yeah, thanks for saving it. I mean, we haven't even heard this fucking seagull story. <laughs> <laughs> We've been going through Rod's text messages for 25 minutes. <laughs> right then, frothy story number three, your third frothy story. Froth of the, froth of the week. We are looking for the frothiest story of the three. Uh, this story is about a thrifty mum, it says, who buys a vending machine and gets her kids to use the pocket money on treats. A clever mother, it says, which is an oxymoron, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a way, weird way to say it, isn't it? A clever <laughs> mother, <laughs> unlike all the other mothers. <laughs> this is an unusual mother. Um, a clever mother has worked out a way to stop her children constantly snacking while raising a little petty cash. Like many mums, the nurse... She's a nurse as well as a clever mother. The nurse decided to buy a vending machine. In the Argos catalogue, do you remember that little tiny Cadbury's dairy milk thing that you'd get that you put two peas into it and then a, a little uh, square of Cadbury's dairy milk would come out? No. And we'd eat all uh, of them on yeah. Christmas morning. Do you remember? Everyone had them. They were from the Argos catalogue. I didn't know that. That was like a vending machine. I suppose it was in my a way. Cas- my, cu- my cousin had a gumball machine that you, oh. you could use money to get the... What, like a chewing gum chewing thing? Gum Amazing. Yeah, really. Do you know what I'd really love? I'd really love one of those machines they get in the services where you put a pound in and you get a toothbrush in a ball. God. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted one of them. Eh? If you're looking for Christmas gifts, as a hint. I've never seen that, that machine in hint. my life. <laughs> well, haven't they got those in the ladies? What do you mean? You put a pound in, you turn the thing, like a, instead of a gobstopper, no. a little toothbrush, a little edible toothbrush thing comes down in a little no. ball that you cleans your teeth. No, we get tampons. Do you get toothbrushes? What, to clean your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> No, they probably presume that we've brushed our teeth before going to the services. I, well, I don't know. Have you seen them, right? Yeah, they're, they're um, like dry toothbrushes that you don't need toothpaste to use. Really? Have you ever bought one, Lloyd? No. Has, that, has anyone ever bought one? <laughs> Have you no. bought one, Barry? I, I, no, Rod, never. Rod, I, I, I'll give you a tip for life. Never buy anything in a service station. Never buy anything in a service station toilets. That's a good, yes. that is good advice, that is. Huh? I don't think uh, his mum's. I don't think his mum's thought this through entirely because there would be the initial outlay of the vending machine itself. So she'd have to factor okay, well in prices. Exactly, Barry. Let me put that into context. The mum of four snatched herself a bargain. Uh, she got went for a hundred pounds the vending machine. Uh, now her family can buy themselves an unhealthy treat or push the buttons and get a healthy one for free. No, they can't. Hey. Oh, they get a healthy like, one for free. She's put right. in healthy ones and rigged it so they are free, the healthy treats, and then they have to pay for the unhealthy ones now. See? She is a clever mum. 
So sick of the arguments about unhealthy snacks, I've bought a vending machine. If they want sweets, they can do things, chores, schoolwork, etc., to earn money and then use the vending machine. The kids are very excited about this, but not as excited as me. Sarah, who filled the machine up with treats, added, I'm not unreasonable. I've put them in at cost price. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Hysterical laughter. She's basically turned her house into a motorway service station. <laughs> Lucky <She'll>, coin. <laughs> I guarantee she'll be on the she'll be on the PTA. <laughs> in her lounge is half a dozen truckers playing fruit machines at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you go, you go into the kitchen and there's a machine where you can print your own business card. <laughs> Next, next, to a really, next to a really moody person in a costume uniform. <laughs> you can sign up for the AA in the hall. <laughs> Where are you going to get cash from in this day and age? Hey, she probably gets it out of the uh, postman pat right outside the front door that she's got for the local kids. <laughs> so which one is the winner of Froth of the Week? Which is the frothiest of the three, three, three frothy stories? The vending machine, Ben Affleck getting his dog... Or the seagull vomiting in the kitchen. Choose now. Ben Affleck. Lloyd? Vending machine. Barry? Casting vote. I'll go Ben Affleck. Tedious. I'll go Ben Affleck too. Lloyd, you're outvoted. Ben Affleck, congratulations. You are this week's Froth of the Week. Right, that is about all we've got time for. Thanks for listening. And thanks to special guest Lloyd Langford. Thanks to Gabby Swallow and Ellis James. The Bin Shagger. Shut up. Shaggy Shaggy Bin Bin. <laughs> you can bin, find bin, us shaggy, at the Shaggy Bin Bin Bin. Shaggy 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 Bin Bin. Shaggy Shaggy Bin Bin. You can find us at the Froth Podcast where you'll get extra froth content. And if you like this rubbish, don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars. Spread the word if you enjoyed it. And spread the word about Ellis Shagginabin. And tune in next week. This podcast was a Clan Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.